Alex Rogan lives in a small trailer park in the California mountains. He has a dream to go to college. You guys think I'm gonna hang out here, watch you shine your pickup? Forget it, man. I'm doing something with my life. Start a career. You really are leaving here, aren't you? Of course I'm going away. We're both going away. Both of us, Alex? And most of all, to get out. You get your chance. Important thing is when it comes, you gotta grab it with both hands. Then, one night, a mysterious stranger offers Alex an opportunity he never dreamed of. Who are you? I'm Centauri, and you may... No, you must trust me implicitly. Get in. Nothing Alex Rogan has ever imagined could prepare him for what he is about to experience. Ah. Hey. Why was Alex chosen? And will he ever return? Where are we going? Trust me. Oh, oh, oh you're gonna love it. Love it. Look out! Oh, dear. The last starfighter. His adventure in space is about to begin. And good evening. Welcome to Warner Brothers Discovery. Just kidding. Welcome to Bam Badass Midnight Movies. I'm Jeff, and welcome to the 80s. And I don't do this alone. I do it with my bud, Mr. Mike. Good evening, sir. Welcome, man. I cannot wait for uh, these uh, next two we're going to do. Um, but yeah, this one, this one especially. Oh, you talked about this film, raving about it for God since the inception. Yeah. Because it's something I just, it, it fits into everything. It fits into sci fi, sci -fi superhero, it just, it, and it's 80s. I mean, because, you know, well, we're partial to the 80s. and Partial, I think we're very outright obvious about it every single time. So I don't think there's anything hidden in those passages. And I believe, um, before we get going recording, they did a, a show a couple of years ago, if I recall, and you recommended it to me. And the first season was really oh, yes. good. Yeah, yeah. And the last two were eh. But the first season of Future Man is like literally a blatant ripoff of this film. And I think, if I recall, the creators, they wanted to make a last Starfighter series, but like it got lost and, you know, it just never happened. So they did this, which, if you watch it, it's just a modern version of the Yeah, life. anybody that's never seen Future Man, think of like when everybody like kind of talks about Stranger Things, how it like is a heavy nod to like kind of the horror element of the horror and fantasy element of the 80s. That's sort of what Future Man's original se you know, season was. It was sort of this, this great sci-fi nod uh, to the 80s. So you can definitely just felt that, that they, they, they both are shared, sharing a very a similar like pulse and like blood between Stranger Things and, and uh, Future Man. Granted, Stranger Things definitely you know, held its own because it, it, it leaned a little bit more into the horror and definitely into Stephen King, um, especially if you watched the last season. Yeah, and, 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 and they actually did something pretty good is they actually adapted it to like a newer audience. You know, it's very it's very Halo esque. You know what I'm saying? Very it's like very modern in that version. If you watch if you play the Halo games, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a huge, huge thing in the series and eventually pushes it forward. So but check that out if you have. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing uh July thirteenth, so awesome summer movie in nineteen eighty four. So it's eighty four. What were you doing in eighty four? It was ten, so I mean <laughs> <laughs> So Who the hell remembers and most likely if this was summer it was ten. 
playing with Joe's. Joe. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, but I, I was. Like I'm trying to think. I, I trying to think if I, it was during my. No, I think my my movie summers were a little bit later. I think another four years, three four years before I spent the, my summers with my dad, mm-hmm. and uh, he used to leave me a, a fucking jar of quarters, and I would just go to the movies. Just I would just grab a fucking Ziploc bag at quarters and you know go to the movies for the afternoon. Can't make fun of that. I did the same thing also when I was doing laundry. I always yeah. had the backup for coins and stuff. So. Uh, but yeah, budget for this was $15 million. Box office was $29 million. So, I mean, definitely made some good money. Now, that box office is only for North America, not worldwide. Oh, so it never got really... Wow. Well, they're just showing the box office. I don't know if it got released worldwide or not, but the box office is showing for North America. So it may be for more, but all we're seeing is just, like I said, for that... Um, and if you compensate the inflation with the budget, if if you want to compare it to like nowadays style, it would be like a um, if the film was made for like fifteen million and made forty, I guess it's like a Blumhouse thing. So kind of keep that in mind when you think of like the budgets and stuff. So anyway, let's get to it. Um, I got it on zero zero zero. Hopefully you do too. And when I play, yeah, when I say three, two, one, press play, plus play. So three. Two, one. Good old universal. What kind of IP does Universal have? Like, what do they have that makes money for them right now? Universal. Is Fast and the Furious Universal? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know Universal held on to some pretty big ones. Yeah, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I know Fast and Furious is one, but... Oh, uh, Mission Impossible, right? I no, uh, Yeah, I'll have to look and see. I don't remember. Okay. This opening very reminiscent of like Superman, um, the black hole. Definitely had a theme going down when we had those intros, like this kind of wackiness. Well, I think Universal Properties, like if you, uh, well, uh, Jurassic Park. Okay. I mean, if you, yeah, if you go go from to that. Two big, two big franchises right there. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Man, well, they have all the all the mummies, Halloween, uh, Ooh, Conan. Okay. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got a pretty good. They got it's a, yeah. It's a, I mean, just think like any go go to go to when you go to Marvel Studios or Universal Studios, the park. What do you oh, say? Oh, that's right. I mean, um, e. That's there. They, they, they own Shrek, Shrek Trolls, Shrek. Animal, fa- you know, Adam's Family. Harry Potter, right? I don't think. I'm not sure on Harry Potter. They might. Yeah, that right. Th- yeah, they make dough then. Or is Harry Potter WB? Yeah, they don't own Harry Potter. Okay. 
Because you, but you got to think some of the stuff is on loan there. I mean, you got, if you remember, I mean, you, you had the you had the Marvel Island when you went to Universal, so oh, that was online. Yeah. But they own the Hulk, though. I thought that was only the, the movie distribution rights they own. Like, that's they well, own. yeah, but again, that's you. You asked what they own. What's their property? Well, that's their property. Well, they can't make a solo Hulk movie. I just don't want it with this. We've got we've gotten we've gotten enough solo Hulk movies. We don't need any more. We've seen them. The one that counts that in the MCU is just fine with me. Yeah, that's my favorite one. That dog looked like Cujo a little bit. But um, Cujo was St. Bernard. This reminds me of a neighborhood down the road from here. Now keep an eye in the background. There is a uh, a trekkie in the background. If you, a trek? If you yeah, Ooh. Will Wheaton is a uh, it's one of the background actors. Uh, had had a few lines, but they, I think they eventually cut it. But he still can be seen walking around in the background. Hmm. They keep an eye out for him then. They have been talking about making a sequel to this movie forever. Just nothing has happened yet. Which is kind of odd. It's so easy adaptable. I mean, especially if you could just do it like today. Could use the Halo thing too. I mean, you even had uh, you had Rogan interested in directing it, uh, Spielberg mm-hmm. interested in directing the sequel. Spielberg would be so good. It's right up his alley, too. Yeah. I think one of the big things is there's a lot of rights within eternally within this property that kind of really, about, yeah, like. I think they're saying like uh, like Universal owns some, while like I think home media distribution rights were would have gone to Warner Brothers. Um, and then, and then I think, uh, Lorimar, Lorimar Telepictures had some, like, it, there's a lot of like fingers in there and hands in the pot. That's a, a lot of IPs that we see that we're like, oh, why don't they just fucking make it? It's a lot of fucking back, back end shit that you just, you can't do. Cause you have too many, too many big fucking companies and want a piece of this pie and I just can't get it. Look at the other day. Um, I forgot what studio they lost the rights to Tomb Raider. That's an open IP right now that you could pick up. And they're like battling for like all the studios are. Hey. What's your number, your minute check? Oh, I am at, hold on. I am at 618. Okay. Where are you at? Just a little bit behind you. Oh. I had to pause my, uh, if anybody heard any music, it was because my... Headphones didn't kick on like they were supposed to. Oh. 
So uh, the actor here that plays Alex Lance Guest, he actually had a, uh, just recently, had a, a movie of, uh, that came out this year. It's a documentary that, uh, that he'd written and directed, uh, or not him, but sorry, written, written, written and directed by David A. Wiener. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically it kind of focused on sci-fi in the 80s. And so it covered kind of Star Wars um, and then uh, Blade Runner, E.T., and of course this. Uh, and he's, he was uh, still busy. Like 2017, he was in Traces. I mean, he's not doing anything major. Uh, probably his next biggest one after this movie was Jaws of Revenge. He's 62. Wow, I didn't think he was that old. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I know him from this movie, but for me, like the voice and, and everything, it, it, it goes back to Michael Brody in Jaws of Revenge. Just I always hear hear see him in that because he played the son. Yeah, that's right. Eighty seven. He did that. He did Halloween two. The roommate. Okay, that's but I but I think the ones he's like like when you look at the movies, I think the, those two, Last Starfighter and and this will be. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember him in Jaws: The Revenge. I'll have to he, watch that. He was, he was got with the beard. He was the one that Shark was after. He's, he's, I mean, he was, he was the guy with the beard? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't even realize that. Hmm. He looks like um, no, he doesn't look like him. I was gonna say he looks like Zach Gilgan a little bit, but well, all those guys, Danny's pretty much have the same look. They didn't deviate too far. Well, it's something I've noticed. I guess just being being older and seeing more and more movies, I see a lot of familiarity in a lot of actors and actresses. When you look back, mm. like fifty years ago you'll find actors and actresses that look very similar to each other. And I think it's just this look that they're trying to find. So pretty much each studio just kind of adapts those looks. Sort of. I think it's, I don't think it's on purpose. I just think it's something they, that they visually see. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. Yeah. I just, like I said, I just don't think they do it on, on purpose. Wow, look at look, look at those graphics are dated. <laughs> That's so wild. Now I think the ship was modeled after something in Star Wars, I think. I think they said it was like sort of like if an X-wing and a Tie Fighter had a well, baby. if yeah, if this was ILM that did this, which I know it was, they it it may not have been, it may have been like one of their mock-ups mm-hmm. that they did that no that George you know said no on. But you know what, that, that those guys were so resourceful that they probably were like, well, well, fuck it, we'll use it on you know we'll use it on another project, and this project came up. When I watched the episode of um, Light and Magic, the first one, 
there's a scene where they're talking about the design of the Millennium Falcon, which I thought was really cool. And they were saying, well, I'm going to put the cockpit in this side or this side. I was like in the middle and all that. And I guess before the last second, before he met with Lucas, he's like, freak it. He's like, fuck it. I'm just going to put it in the right-hand side instead of like in the middle. And I guess it was a mistake. So they went in there. Lucas was like, yeah, I'll keep it. What has he done? That guy looks familiar. Then what, Otis? Oh, he was in the Friday the 13th. Okay. Well, you got, I mean, you got to realize this, uh, this director, Nick Castle, he, he did the, he did, uh, he, he's the one, he played Michael Myers in Halloween, the first movie. Didn't he play him in the last one too? Uh, he did a, a cameo. They did. They did, helped let a few of them do the cameo. He did um, Halloween 2018, um, but then the Halloween Kills in 2021, he did a uh, the, did a cameo. But he also he also helmed the the boy who could fly, Dennis the Menace, Major Pain, Major Pain, and he co-wrote Escape from New York. I didn't know. It's another movie waiting to be remade. What, Dennis Menace? No. Escape oh. from New York. Who? Escape from New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's is ready to be remade. I don't even count the sequel. The sequel is terrible. Oof. What was this, Escape from L.A.? <laughs> yeah, like that's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, he's got the high score. I don't remember the last Starfighter video game, though. They had one. I don't think one came out. Like I right away, but it was later, right? Because this the movie. Oh no, no, they did have one. Um, but it was a tabletop game made uh, that made made it, and it was like it was Tunnel Chase, so it wasn't like it wasn't a really good one. Um, they did have an arcade one out. They actually, what happened, I think by the time they got it out for like the Atari 2600, 5200, they wow. named it uh, Star Raiders 2. When I was watching this when I was younger, I thought that those graphics were the coolest thing ever. Oh, man. Hindsight. Yeah, but dude, in this day and age, the fucking retro thing that that this would this would hit. It will, oh yeah, yeah it would fit in. So well, there is a freeware playable version of the game based off of what we're watching, like what's in the movie. Mm. They actually came out with it on PC uh, from freeware, 
and uh, it was like 2007 is when it came out, and it was like a faithful reproduction of the game that we on here. Like they got the uh, full sound effects, music for the game, everything for it. Really? Yeah. And where is it at? Uh, it came out in 2007. Uh, it was a freeware playable version of the game. So maybe it might be online someplace to download. That'd be a good one to play. Hey, it's the trailer park, man. They got nothing going on. It's a fucking video game. <laughs> it's the highlight of the year. I wanted the video game. Nothing going on over there. What are you jealous about? It's a year, man. You'll be all right. What has she done? That's the one I'm looking at. That's Catherine Matt Mary Stewart. Night at the Comet probably be the one you remember her most. That's from. okay. That's it. That's it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, why do I remember her face? Yep. That is it. Uh, I thought we talked about doing it like last year for Halloween and that was I think that was the list I kind of like crapped on oh yeah that's right (laughs) and that was like the one movie I'm like oh I mean I don't want mine but I don't think that's like horror horror. yeah because the first year the first year you you nailed a perfect fucking you know perfect fucking list and then the next one you kind of went you kind of went weak (laughs) what what, what happened yeah uh, yeah, so yeah, the uh, the uh, you know night, why? night of the I, comet was right after this. Man, she was busy into '84. Fuck, a starfighter, night of the comet, and terror on the uh, in the aisles. Oh yeah, that was oh god, fucking terror in the aisles. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Beach girls, nice. She, yeah, she did a lot. She did Nighthawks. Wow. Oh, it's least here. Okay. I think she's still going too. Good on her. No, uh, this actress, his mom. No, she she stopped uh, acting like eighty, like or nineties, mid nineties, I think. But anybody out there that was ever watched Hill Street Blues, that's where she. Uh, she's from. Is that where she finished? No, she no, 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 no. She she was on there, but no, she didn't. Oh. No. Ouch. 
They got some nice shots in here, especially like this right here with the red going on. I like that. Very Sith-like. Like when that Obi-Wan uh, Vader fight. That was one of the best things of that fight was when they were showing him and like he was in two different lights. He was like in the blue and then he was in the red when his face was off. I thought that was really cool. Okay, right now you're flipping out, dude. You're not. Go up to it. Oh, man. In a weird way, Bill and Ted copied this, too. Yeah, little stretch there. I think this car was done in the inspiration of a DeLorean. I think it was like the next level, I believe. It was like designed specifically for this film, if I recall. Well, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of things are specifically designed for movies. Of course, this gentleman here is Robert Preston, if uh, Robert Preston. Music Man, probably like the biggest, biggest one. This is his last movie, actually. He passed away right after this. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, it's the only one I know him from. I don't see any other ones. Uh... Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Okay, this was 84. I'm trying to think what year Knight Rider was, was, was released. Was it the year before? It was 82. Because this is during the era of like the um, the cool car shows, like they had Knight Rider, that Auto Man. They had the one with the bike that was a Street Hawk. And then years later, you had Viper. Remember Viper? That yep. was an old one too. And then they made Knight Rider again, and then of course you had the Wraith, so. Yeah, the Wraith. That's another one. I'm shocked that they haven't even tapped it to remake that one. That one, yeah, that one's prime because it because it was so low, not low budget, but just like it's not well known of a movie, and you could get away with like remaking that. God, I would love to see Bloomhouse wrap its little oh, fucking fingers around the Wraith. Yes, yes. I mean, make that. I mean, it was it was already kind of a little dark, anyways, but they could really darken that up. They should do all the all the car movies like um, Christine. 
the car from like the late seventies. Oh no, they did. They did a, a ooh, what was the movie called? It's called Hybrid, Killer Hybrid. It was about a car that transforms and just murders people in the parking lot. Really weird film. Again, dated, but it still looks cool. Yeah, but you got to think back when this was done. I mean, yeah. what it was done on was cutting edge. I mean, so. Oh, yeah, edge. yeah, yeah. Agreed. Because I thought, man, this is the coolest thing in the world. And this was after Jedi. And I think back then I was, if I recall, I was like, man, there's nothing good that came out. And I think this came, this came the year after because I was still with that space theme in my head. Wanted more space movies. And again, if you ever gone to that ride in Disney, they used to have the Star Wars something. The background and all this reminds me of that. Yeah, this wasn't done by ILM. This was uh, there was a, a guy that worked with ILM, and then he broke away. This was, was done by uh, Digital Productions DP. They were in Los Angeles, and this was like this is probably like the most this is probably their competitor. So weird not, not not to have the effects done by ILM. That's just not odd. really, no, because just the only reason <laughs> I, it, I it's think. everybody set, speaks about it. Other companies mm -hmm. just went about their business and, you know, kind of just did their job. I mean, that company did fucking uh, 2010 Labyrinth. Also, they've done some some good IP then. Yeah, they've, yeah, but, they've but it's just because everybody's sucking George's, you know what, <laughs> you know, and uh, every, you know, all the big guys went to him. So you hear more about ILM, but there's been a lot, they, they, they were, they were groundbreaking to a point, but there were other companies out there doing what they, you know, what they were doing. You know, when you have the, you know, the owner of your company is also writing and, and is friends with some of the biggest, you know, movie makers out there. It's kind of easy to get your name out there a lot more than, than these guys. Yeah, these guys struggle to get on Sci-Fi Channel. Actually, I take that back. This is—they're not that bad. Whoa! What was the name of that alien race on Babylon Five? For Centauris. Oh uh, no, not the ones? lizard ones. Uh, the no. other ones, the, yeah. the, they were like the priest ones with like the weird. Oh oh oh. Delenn, yeah, Master Delenn. Yeah, I don't remember the names. You were the Babylon Five fan, not me. That's what the. You weren't a big Five fan. Did you ever watch or no? No, I told you I watched it last year. I finally oh, sat down okay. and oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Right. yeah. That's but right. no, you were always the you were always the five. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. 
I don't know. That just wasn't your cup of tea. No, it was okay. But again, when it came on, I was doing other things, and <laughs> there was Star Trek. So why go mm. to the why? Why to go Star Trek light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who did the makeup for this? You got anything? No. Oh, I never heard of these guys. Ah, forget it. It's really funny if you listen to the soundtrack you'll notice some similarities to another soundtrack other, to, to other films out there. Yeah. Well, to a one specific series. Hmm. Listen to it. Listen to the, like the instruments they're using as, as they're doing it. And you'll notice, uh, some, uh, some in interesting similarities to Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, listen, I was just listen say to that. listen to like like the the pattern and the rhythms of it. You'll it is very very similar. Oh, you're right. It does sound like Star Wars a little bit. Yeah, would you hear like kind of the the the, the, yeah, trump, the, it, the, the, the like the tubas and the trombones the and yeah, and all that, yeah. Wow, the Star Wars light. Okay. Well, they were trying to. Noticed. They were trying to with the soundtrack. They wanted to beat Star Wars at least in like the soundtrack, and you can hear them trying. <laughs> it's like, whoo, you're closed, man. You're like knocking on the door. You're right in the. <laughs> you're, you're right, right down the street, but just not quite there yeah, yet. Yeah, that was really close. I mean, the ships, like a lot of the design, it's very Star Wars-like. Well, not the ships, but the music, like like I said. Yeah, the music. Well, I'm talking about the outside, like here, like the whole setup in the space area they're in. That's like the inside of the uh, the Death Star when they're landing the ships and all that. Like the ones with like the the flutes and everything, it just sounds real similar mm. to. Yeah, it's eerily similar. It's just not as not as good, but you can hear it in the tones. 
snake eyes there? Dude, this speech is straight ripped off from Star Wars. That's the um I forgot the old guy's name when he's talking about, you know, the battle before the Death Star. That's what he reminds me of. I don't it's a military briefing. <laughs> it's a bunch of soldiers standing around. I I wouldn't say it's from Star Wars. It's any from any military movie. Well, the two guys look very similar alike. If you look at their look wise, like they both are just they're older, they have the great you know, the white beards and you know the, the, the they're they're both playing archetypes. I don't want to say they're the Yeah. They're the, no, always taking something from somebody. Sorry, that one. Well it's just it's similar if you if you think about it. Look look, this is straight a ripoff of the Death Star right there to the left hand side. Literally. Okay. You don't see it? No, I don't. It's just, it's a planet. Sorry, I, I, you're stretching on that one. <laughs> you just similarities because they're both space. You're talking about planets. You're gonna have, and they and they're just playing archetypes. And uh, missing someone. Oh, the Navigator. No, that's another movie. What if... Fly the Navigator. The kid, right? Those missing five years was that he grew up as the last starfighter. Hmm. I don't know if you wanted to. Just say it, it could connect. Hey, look at enemy mine. And there's the uh, Chewbacca. And you, if you notice that device he's toying with, that's uh, that's been on Airplane Two, the sequel, Star Trek. That that device has been uh everywhere. I even think it's in a, a sci-fi museum right now because of how many times it's been used.
Sorry about that. Apparently there's a bear in the neighborhood. Did you go ahead and give him some honey? I should have. Apparently it's like close by. And everybody's, everybody's, when there's a bear sighting here, it's just like, oh my God. You live in Florida. Half the things out there want to kill us. I don't know. I don't know what the surprise is. It's another story that happens a lot in films and TV. Like the um, the son is always evil, and like the dad was good, and like you know the son blames the dad for like, oh, this is why my life sucks. And whoa. So this was remember I was talking about how the you know they're having trouble making sequels. Oh because, my god! Oh yeah, this yeah, that's horrifying. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, you don't? Okay. Holy crap! Oh, I forgot all about that. I must have skimmed through it. No, anyway, your, your your childhood memory made, blocked it yeah. out for you. It's weird. Like I don't recall that. <laughs> it might have blocked it out. But yeah, we remember I was telling you that because they they're having trouble doing the sequels because there's like other hands in the pot. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. one of the reasons is is back then when this was made, there was a three picture contract between Lorimar Productions and Universal Pictures. This movie, the movie Tank, if you remember the movie Tank with James Gardner, mm-hmm. where he has to bust the sun out of the uh, the prison. Oh yeah, where he's yeah. riding the tank and yeah, out. and then the third movie, which was never made, but there was a third movie that's supposed to be made in like. 1978 was Dallas. And those were part of the three movie. There's like this three movie contract. And that's why you have Lorimar and Universal in here. But then you also, again, like I said, you have Warner Brothers Pictures has their hands in there since they sort of took over for Lorimar. Mm. And then, of course, you have the original screenwriter who all all are claiming like the sequel or remake rights to the property. But yeah, that's that's the main reason why one of my... uh, one of my fun little redneck movies to, I like watching is Tank. I like Tank. That was a that was that was a funny movie. Oh my god, that's What did that hear that voice? That's like an AI from the old Battlestar Galactica series. Sort of, yeah. It was sort of the voice modulator they used for yeah. the Cylons. And by that, you, you've heard that everywhere. You've, it's been used several times. Still creepy. So they did 40 days of filming for this movie. It's not a lot. <laughs> but look at the spe- looking at the special effects and everything, I mean, the, the practical spe- you know, special effects...
I've always liked practical though. It's more tangible. I mean, you need the CG too, but. See, that's a cool looking weapon right there. These suits are dope too. I mean, a little bit silly, but we can make them cool. You take that hair off on the side, that uh, looks like Brainiac a little bit. That's so good. Makeup. Back then, I was terrified. Wasn't that a common thing in a lot of 80s stuff, like the computer setup they had back then? I mean, I'm sure it was the only setup they could do, but I'm like, I'm not sure where it started. Didn't Space 2001 had like a similar computer setup like this? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it reminds me of every film, especially in the 80s, that was filmed in uh in NORAD. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about war games, like in NORAD. Yeah, yeah every everything yeah. in in a in a war room situation, they had all those there. Maybe a little bit more lights on this one than the others, mm -hmm. but it's yeah. And the mo I'm pretty sure some of that stuff was uh, reused for in Star Trek as well. Oh, I'm sure. So maybe Star Wars started the trend then. What oh, Star Trek? Sorry. What do they call these ships? They had like a name from Starfighters. No, oh, didn't they have another name? Not that I'm aware of. They probably said it when we were talking. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you can go in a lot of ways. You could do a continuation, which I really wouldn't do. Because I don't think enough people have seen the film, but... Well, you want to update it, so you might as well... If you're going to update the look, might as well just tell update, it to a restore. No. Yeah, retelling. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too, because I was like, should they, like, you know, do a reimagining? But I was like, you know what? This movie is, like, except for you and me, doesn't have, like, a big word about it. Oh, yeah, it does. This? Yes. You don't think so? Yes. Really? Yeah, of course. You gotta show me this photo. I, I no, I'm there's a lot of people out there that know this movie. Yeah, it's it, it's it, okay. Gabriel, we're it made how much money? We, we're not the only ones that went to go see it. You just don't you just don't get out and talk to the right people. I think you might be right. I mean, I don't go get out either, but I I do do like peruse other things. So, 
Now, that third movie, Dallas, was there any synopsis of what it was going to be? No, no nothing. Okay. This is interesting. According to the uh, the screenwriter, the idea of the movie came because he wandered into a video arcade and saw a young boy playing a video game. At that time, he was actually reading the book of King Arthur, the Once in the Future King, and he wondered what had happened if the video game was a metaphor for the sword and the stone. And a boy racked up incredible score, which would be ripple you know effects through the through the universe. Um, and during the movie, Centauri uh, gets in trouble for using the game. As a uh, you know, recruiter for the Starfighters, uh, it's referred to as the Excalibur test. So basically, this is really just a metaphor more for anything else but King Arthur. It, You know, I didn't even think about it like that, but it is in a lot of ways. Young boy avoiding destiny and... Yeah, it's 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 King Arthur. That's that's it's right there. Yeah, that's definitely an Arthurian tale. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, the the car didn't you you made a comment about like it being like DeLorean esque? Yes. The creator of this was the original. The creator of that car was the original creator for the Back to the Future car. Uh, but yes, he got, that, but, he, that but, makes but sense, that's but yeah. it's but he didn't create the DeLorean, and he didn't use that. It was another somebody else created it. But this might have been his idea. That he was might have wanted to use for Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, okay. he was he was up for it. That's the car, and, and I bet you he designed it. Oh. <laughs> Now you know who we, this guy reminds me of so much, and I, I know it's not him, but um, the uh, the actor that played young Clark Kent in Superman. Tom Welling? No, Superman. I didn't say Smallville. Oh, I said oh, Superman. Oh, oh. And I, like oh, it, this would be the same time frame. Like like if you looked at his age and everything. I know it's not him. Oh. But. Yeah, he does look like a young Clark. Well, no, he looks like the actor that played Clark. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like that actor. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, there for the longest time I thought that was him. Man, it, that's eerie. This guy looks like Lee Van Cliff. I know that's not him, but he looks like him. Oh, he gets sucked in.
Oh, wow. That's freaky. I don't recall that. You got Playboys, really? How old is he, what, seven? So that actor that just got turned? Hmm. For anybody out there that's a uh, that's a Star Trek fan, for uh, Deep Space Nine, that that was uh, the uh, actor that played uh, Gold Dukat, who was like one of the big like villains in uh, Deep Space Nine, one of the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, man, I don't remember too much about Deep Space Nine. You're more the tricky guy. But yeah, no, that was that same actor. The, um, the practical effects and the makeup with the masks, they look really good in this film. I mean, I know it's 100 years old, but... It's practical magic, or it's practical effects. That, that's, that hasn't like gotten better. It's going to look the same. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the... Um, I wonder if it's like, like the uh, the Chud... Chud, that that horror movie, this creature looks very similar to like the Chud, except the eyes are smaller. So I can see how this. Mask got developed into something else. Oops. Uh, maybe a little. You don't think so? Just like a little. Yeah. Yellow, the yellow eyes and the mouth, just because he's got like fangy teeth. That's about it. Well, and the way the the eyes are positioned too. Like no, they're... no, no. That's. I'm looking at Chud right now. <laughs> I'm like, and okay. I'm comparing him. Yeah, not. What, so not even the mouth. Like that would what? Uh, yes, the mouth. That's because that's what I said. The mouth. Okay. Oh wow. What? Man.
What are those duplicate? Um, shit. What am I thinking? Agents of crap. They had the um. What were the name of those? They were like oh, they were like mm, they were like copycats, androids or something. They had a specific name, and I can't. I can't think of it for the for the life of me right now. That's what this reminds me of a little bit. All he did was just comb his hair differently to make him look different. Hmm. Did you ever get to watch Cowboy Bebop yet or no? Yeah, I told you I watched it. Okay, I just I, I just got two episodes in. I don't know what all the hate is at. Strange. I mean, I, I didn't watch the anime, but... That's probably why. Okay. Wake up! I bet you the uh, the designers of the Doom games, they were big fans of this movie. Because a lot of the corridor setup, like when you go around this facility here, it's very Doom-like. There he goes. Oh. So he would be like the Obi-Wan type character, I guess. I don't know. Really, cuz I mean it's a kind of a mixture. They sort of split the the mentor character from between him and and the alien. Yeah. So there's really not, you know, it's that that mentor character can't be like pinpointed to just one person. Okay, he was more the guy that just brought him in. Right, yeah, he's the what he's the one that introduced him to the world, explained to him the world, but his co-pilot here is going to be the one that really trains him on the the actual you know being a pilot and how to, you know, maneuver the the ship. The, okay. That makes sense. So that's what I'm saying. There's not, there's not one. They just took that, that mentor character and split them into it two. Up. Yeah, you're right. 
it was the alien had more of an effect on him. Than, I mean, this guy did too, but not as. Yeah, that's they, again, that's what I'm saying. It, the the mentor, because like you know, in the in the hero's journey, your your mentor is going to be somebody that sort of drives you even after they're gone. And mm-hmm. I think he does. Centauri continues to drive him in a way, sort of his conscience, doing what's right. Yeah, he he gets the moral code from him. That's what yeah. he gets. His. So he's instrumental, but yeah, I, I can see what you're talking about. Like they're both kind of like the co-mentors to him. Yeah, that 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 freaked me out too. It's freaky looking. I mean, I know it's not much of an effect, but it's still looks weird. Even the outfit's very Star Wars-like, too. Like, same color tone. Well... But like the bulk of the design of the outfits. Or what? Like Star Wars. Like the X-Wing pilots. But why do you have to fucking like link everything to Star Wars? <laughs> why? Well, because it is. No, it's not. They're, they're, they're fighter suits. They're based off of fighter pilot suits. I'm talking about the design of the suit. It's like I, pretty similar. No, not really. No, because they, they had a vest that went over top of it and had... Things in the front, and yeah, th- these are just like flight pilot jumpsuits. Just because it's sci-fi doesn't have to be referred in reference to Star Wars every single time. In fact, the director actually and the writer just tried to stay so far away from it. Oh, that's dope. Okay. And they got a game just like this, huh? Huh. This is a bit. No, the Battlestar Galactica version in the late seventies had a version of not this ship, but their own ships they drove, and they, the viewpoint was like that from the ship, like this is. 
This one is just a little bit better. Well, the Vipers they had, but they were yeah, just, that's, they that's were just cool. forward facing. They had, I mean, they had the tunnel that they launched out of. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. that's it. Okay. Right. Oh wow. That's the trailer moment I remember when I was a kid. And that's the one thing out of all the all the special mm. effects, granted cutting edge edge at the time, but the one thing that they said when they even when they watch it today is the helmets. They're like they're supposed to be in space, but it is so not airtight. <laughs> it is so loose that like even them, they're like, it was cool looking, but like practical wise, not it. <laughs> Just not hitting it. Yeah, they got a lot of space in there. Look at that. <laughs> it's uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. character right there from um, the Richard Gere movie um, talking soldier the officer, officer gentleman, gentleman. Yeah. yeah that's it tip of my tongue oh no Actually, it's more um, Iron Eagle, the way he, is, he was trying to train him, if you want to get Lewis Gossip Jr. specific. And he was telling him, relax. And then he oh. Did, did, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, that, I, kinda, I, that, that I one totally I forgot about. Yeah, that, that one is more. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's way closer. Make some, plan some time to do that, at least the first Iron Eagle. Don't know when. Maybe you know you know what? Maybe next next year for trilogy month we could do Iron Eagle month. That'd be fun. No, you already had it planned out and there was no not enough time. Yeah. Well, I haven't named anything yet for next year. I'm still working on it. I took that theme you showed me and I kind of ran with it. So I was like, this is. No. Starman, that's another one they could do. 
That'd be a good one to remake. See, I'm sort of partial to Starman. I think it's it's one of those ones that like don't touch. Really? Yeah, because just I know it's dated, but I I just the acting in it, Jeff Jeff Bridges in that is just like perfect. And um, what's her face? The like the girl in it, Aaron Allen, yeah, right? Yeah, I just I just think they just it's just too good. It's too good, and 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 it's perfect for the time as well. I don't. I couldn't see that being brought to contemporary time. And we've had a few of those already. You know, those sort of those aliens. I mean, if you, if you if you want to put one, you know, with an alien trying to like traverse to get home, you know, I think the best one would be Paul. I don't think I've seen. You've that. never seen Paul. What, 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 what's <laughs> your? Th- I don't. I'm being no, a smartass. You've never seen Paul. No, I've never seen it. No, don't, don't, don't lie. I'm serious. Oh. Um, it's basically. You're getting me interested now. I don't know what this movie it's like, is. It's a, it's a, it's a from 2000. It's a comedy, dude. I can't believe you haven't seen Paul. I, I have not. I'm dead serious. That's I what don't. kills me because, like, it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They wrote it. It's where they're it's where they're traveling across country in an RV and they pick up an alien. Hold on. Yeah, and it's, it's Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, uh, Seth Rogen. You get Jason Bateman as, as this agent. In the, the, if you've ever seen anything on, on oh like, oh my god, I've never you, seen. You this. gotta see that movie, dude. Fucking Jason Bateman Fucking in Seth- there is hilarious. He's just this over the top, just like tight wound, but he just cusses like a sailor. He he tries to take a shot at some people and it's his clips empty. He's mother pus bucket son of a <laughs> It's great. Oh god, yeah, you gotta you gotta I just watch watched, out. Uh, Seth Rogan voices the alien dude I've never Seth Rogan oh, and, he, and he's foul. Basically think like family like, guy or not family guy, um Ed? American Dad, the um, alien there. Really think oh, like yeah, that. Paul. Yeah. Or whatever his name was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they were like came out at the same time, or if like the one was like sort of maybe, maybe influence. I don't know, but it's just this foul mouth alien who's just been stuck on Earth, and he's like a chain smoker, and <laughs> that's awesome. yeah, it's just it's great. I gotta watch it. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. But everything's all right, man. We'll be all right. And as a as a great nod, uh, Steven Spielberg is on there as uh, doing voiceover. Really? Yeah. I don't know. What was Enemy Mine two years from this? Yes, it was after this. Okay. That's another one I don't think could work today. Is enemy mine? That one could. Are you kidding? You think me? So? That one definitely could. Because again, that one. I mean, if you think about things that have been going, when you think about what what's going on in you know in our society right now in America, the differences between you know the right and the left, and you know hard conservatives wow. and you know trans folks, and having like that kind of back and forth where you're literally having to deal with, I mean, it's, it's just, it just screams now. 
that one could definitely. I mean, obviously you keep it as it is, as an alien human thing mm. story. But uh, but yeah, it can be it can be a reflection of what's going on right now. Yeah, more than anything. Especially, especially when you look at the Lewis Gossip Jr. character, where he is a, ma- he's a male creature and ha- ends up having a baby. You know, baby. yeah. Ooh, man. I mean, that's that's ripe for right now. It, it would be protested quite heavily. <laughs> oh, no doubt, no doubt. I didn't even think of that. That's just creepy. <laughs> That's a horrible laugh. Uh oh. This guy's screwed. Yeah, those helmets are date. Jesus. Did you see those Andor trailers? Yeah. Like the latest one? I don't know. I've only caught the first one. I don't want to watch too many. I I didn't watch the first one. I watched the last one. Oh, okay. I I haven't seen the last one. It's really good. Yeah, I saw the first one. That's all I need to see. I, I mean, I'm going to watch it anyways, so I just wanted to get kind of get the vibe of what they're doing, and that first one was perfect, so I don't want to see any more because they have a Hope tendency to show too much. Hope it's good. Oh, it's fucking should be. I mean, I hope so. Who's doing it, what it's based off of. Yeah, it's – that's the one I have no no worries about because it's, it's a hit or miss. It can be bad. It could be – can be good. It's not going to change anything because it, it's not a an anchor character to to anything special. You know, I mean, yeah, it's Rogue One, but he really wasn't the anchor to it. It was it was Jane. You know, you look at Boba. Boba was really a heavy one because it was you know it was like that character. Obi Wan's an anchor. You know, you you kind of worry about those. This one, it should, to, to me, this one is is what I'm looking for the most because it's not a main character. And it's mm-hmm. and it's introducing us into a into the worlds we've always talked about getting out, getting away from the, the the standard fucking Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not touching that anymore. These guys are completely out outside of it. I guess maybe the one maybe another reason why I'm such a fan of like Bad Batch. You know, it's like really no connection to like the main trilogy 
or there's no relations or anything. I mean, other than the fact yeah. they're clones, you know, but that's about it. They're not, like, like I said, I'm just anything to do with a Skywalker fucking trailer park family story. I, just, I, was, I guess I shouldn't ask this question then. I was going to ask you, what do you think are the odds in the Andor series that they, that he either shows up or they mention Obi-Wan? Hope not. Zero. Okay. Zero. I hope not. If anything, I want to see, I'd rather see something from Rebels because it's right around that time. Like, or just, you know, a little bit after Rebels. I'd rather see that than okay. anything to do with Obi-Wan. Sorry. Like I said, it's. No, no, no. But again, there should, there should be no reason because, right, if they, I mean, this is, I don't know how close this is taking to uh, Rogue One, but he should be a hermit still. He should be like full hermit on. He shouldn't have be off planet at all. He should be an old man by now. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. thinking like I'm thinking at least maybe a year, three years before New Hope. So yeah, there should be no reason to see hear of him. All we should hear about is maybe maybe Ahsoka, maybe you know hear hear the word Fulcrum or Rebel, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because okay. I, I know they mentioned him in the first Rogue One, so I just I guess that was the only thing we're going to get. Yeah. I remember. remember when they were talking to uh, Orgama, and uh, I guess I, forget, I think it's what's her name or something says something. And he's like, "Yeah, I got a, a Jedi friend." He, something like yeah, they mentioned your Jedi friend. Oh, okay. Then, oh, okay. That's. But yeah, they just mentioned. Uh, yeah, that's, it's Mon Mothma. Yeah. He said, "What about your Jedi friend?" That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to mention. I rather they not. But you know, I like the fact that this is actually going to be like a war. Yeah. Story again, one of the middle. yeah one of the great things about Rogue One was it really it only just brushed against Star Wars, you know, and it just it was just a great story. It was refreshing to be in the world, but not yeah. surrounded by those people. Because I want to know about the gritty stuff that happened during the war. Because if you read about war, it's all about grit and like what it took to get through yeah. rebellion and all yeah. that. that yeah, to that, me, to I want to know the, about the people that are being involved and being afflicted by you know. This I don't want to know about the the heroes. Sometimes you know you want to see. So the guy he's listening to, mm. if you remember the show, uh, the the miniseries V, yeah, that's Brian. That's the uh, that's the alien that knocked up Robin. Oh, yeah, the the the, the cowboy with the 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 kid with the uh, pickup truck. Wow, that's a deep cut because I remember when the um the episode where she actually was giving birth. Mm-hmm. That episode freaked me out because it's like the birth is like the normal kid, yeah, and then like the second one is like the the, the alien, yeah, the alien. I was like, ah, I couldn't even watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch here he comes. Is that him? Yeah. Oh wow, that is. Oh shit. I wa- I watched the uh I think in January, February this year. I bought the uh bought, you the, bought the box disc. set, right? Yeah, well the the words like wasn't a box set, it was the mini series. Yeah, got out of found it on Blu-ray, so I was like, Oh yes. I think it's about the same time. The same time I picked up uh, the uh, the Buck Rogers Blu-ray. Oh, I'm so 
so jealous. Oh, that was so, that's so good. I love Buck Rogers. That was so, so good. There's another one. You could you could do, well, they, they sort of do like a remake on sci-fi. It was horrible. I think they did, yeah. Again, that's that's something because you got to look at what what it is. You no, know, like I Buck Rogers is really uh, like like I mean this one this one you can refer to Star Wars because that's what Star Wars was kind of based off is that serial, mm. and you couldn't really do a Buck Rogers, and even I hate to say it, they, I you and I are fans of it, but public wise, not a big fan of Flash Gordon because it was based off <gasps> the serial. So I just, yeah, I don't think that, you know, it would work as a, as like a mass market, like, you know. Really? No. no dude, Flash, Gordon, huh? well, Flash Gordon for us is great, but as a mass market for the masses to digest and eat? No. It wouldn't. Mm. It wouldn't work. Just because just because we like it doesn't mean that everybody else is gonna like it. I know. Yeah, I know. you, you so yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta <laughs> swallow like, your pride and go. Yeah, okay, my taste is a little different. I know. It's and the mass, like, the, the public's not gonna really in, in, enjoy it, and they they didn't enjoy the first I mean, one. And, you're right, but I'm, I'm just thinking about it. It's, just, it's bumming me out. Like, man, they wouldn't like it. I no, guess they don't because the, if if the people liked it, it'd be a, would have been a lot bigger movie. I know. You're right. And you wouldn't yeah. have liked it then. So. <laughs> you're also correct. Oh, how do you know? What was the name of the robot in the black hole? The the, the big one, the red one, not the black. He was the, a red. The one. red one, not the not the small one, the big one. That was Maximilian. Maximilian, those outfits right there look very similar, like the color wise. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the same tone, yeah. I think I would want to see a black hole series before a movie. I don't see a series out of it. No? What What could it be? I mean, it's the story is just these guys are exploring, come across a ship that's like they that has been you know missing for for years, and and then they check it out and find out it's ran by this madman with his you know misprogrammed robots. Isn't that isn't that her Event Horizon or, or what? Was I was it? just. I mean, isn't yeah, that, I was, there's other movies know, just like uh, that. That hasn't you know. <laughs> You know, well, yeah, I was just thinking of Event Horizon. I go, like, that sounds a lot like Event Horizon. Yeah, was it? Was it Event Horizon where they found yeah, the ship no, like right. on the edge? And okay, yeah, the ship went to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's one. Yeah, like, that's basically that's basically Event yeah. Horizon's like you know the black hole, but you know made by you know a horror company. That's why they probably really couldn't even remake it because the best way to do that would make it more horror and yeah, you now you're like you said, you know like we said they're, they're jumping into Event Horizon territory at that point. Did I choose Event Horizon one year and we just axed it? Or it just never... I don't think it ever came up, no. Okay. It might might have been one of your, gee, we should do that moments. Might have been. Might have been. Usually I write them down. So I keep the notebook nearby. Oh, a gunstar. That's what they're called. 
So you know who was up for this role? No. Robin Williams. Really? As, as Zorg, yeah. But he, but he turned it down. Was Mork and Mindy on at this point, or was it on mm, off? I think it should have been off by now. 84, okay. yeah, because Mork and Mindy, I think, was like early 70s. Late eight or yeah, late eight or late seventies, early eighties. Because I don't think it was on that many years. You know what I was gonna say? Yeah, eighty two. Gonna... Yeah, it was only on for four years. Yeah, that's... I was just gonna say like. They could do like a Mork and Mindy type movie, and I was like, "Oh, there's already been tons of those already." I just thought about it, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Like I said, you, you look. There's yeah. a, there, there's a uh, there's an eight or was from the 1800s where a guy talked about how all everything's been written, every yeah. story has been written. It's just put in different you know different places and different times, or but yeah, it's always the same stories. I mean, Mork and Mindy's no different than Starman. Yeah, you know, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's it's, why it's, just, it's just a comedy. What do you think is the next trend we're going to have in movies? You know how, like, nowadays everybody wants to reboot or reimagine things? What's the next one? I don't think that I don't think that trend's going away, because that trend's been going on for easily a 20 while. years. Yeah, I mean, you got to think... Since the two, 2000s. Actually, even before that, there were remakes. I think but, before that, yeah. I, I mean, there was always remakes out there. I mean, you look at, like, uh, probably one of the ones I can think of, like, it was a, that was a series was, like, um, Father of the Bride was a remake. You know, most people forget yeah. about the original. and uh, But, yeah, they've, they've always done remakes. But I think there was a bigger trend because of, like, the 70s and the 80s movies in the last 20 years. I don't know. I, like I said, I still say you know the the, the superhero genre is going to kind of die down. Now, not completely. We're still going to get a consistent one, but it's just going to kind of teeter off and be there'll always be there. And I think there should. I I think with the over with the over um, abundance of like special effects and these like movies like like the superhero genre and the star, I think we're going to get more. And I've been saying this for a while. I think we're going to get more you know down to earth stories. Again, you'll get a lot more smaller stuff. Small, yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. I, I, we're, I think we're going to get to smaller movies, and um, again, but it, I can't say more about the story. But every movie's about the story. If you you can have the flashiest fucking special effects, but if the story sucks, it's going to be a shitty movie. Independence Day resurgence. What? Yeah. Independence Day, the second one was in Color oh. Surgeons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can have, you can have, yeah. and again, I, I'm, I'm very uh, anti the movie, but I mean, even the Avatar series, I mean, it wasn't that great of it. It was just, a, it was your standard story. It was nothing, no story. It didn't do anything special to me. It didn't bring a, you know, like, oh, wow, I've never seen that kind of, or, or heard that kind of story. I, I like Even I said, like, even the effects, like to me, like yeah, they were cool, but I was like, they're not. That was it. It was it was just high. That candy. was all it was. But you're right, story wise, like I, I I never went to the theater and saw Avatar. I saw it at home on FX. That was the first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. Never went to the theater. I'm like, I guess it's a special effects movie because the story is like, mm, yeah, okay.
I mean, I think we're going to continue to see like, you know, the transition of I, what I think it's going to be more. And the reason I say it's going to be more story based, it's going to be because a lot of it's going to be streaming. I mean, that that's really where the where it's going. It's not so much a, a new movie trend. I love this scene. <laughs> but yeah, I, th I think, I mean, we're already doing it, but I think we're going to see more movie, you know, more things on streaming. So I think lower budget. But again, most of like home computers can do what fucking like when you're watching Light of Light Magic, most home computers can do that shit nowadays. Mm -hmm. I was watching a uh, interview with um, John Carpenter on YouTube and he was talking about he wishes he was a beginner filmmaker right now that he was back then. He's like, it's oh, yeah. easy to make a movie now. He's like, you can record it literally on your phone. And you could edit it in your computer, and that's it. So I finished the first season of Discovery. Finally. It's not bad. What? Discovery. It's not bad. I finished the first season already. No. Second season kind of really get, gets into it. Third season is really good. Okay. Because, like, the first season was okay. I liked it. I was like, eh. I'm not sure about the one chick who's always crying. But, yeah, yeah, Michael's a little... Yeah, that's all my, it's my only concern. Is like, man, she gets, like... I understand emotion and But she gets way too you, emotional about, like, a lot like... Did we die? I love this scene. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's all. That's my that's my only irk. I mean, I've got no problems with people crying, no problems with guys crying. I've seen emotional fucking moments, but you got to build up to it. She does it like twice a twice an episode. I know it's yeah, exaggerating, she just cries but at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I like this. By the way, that's cool. You know, if you wanted to, like I said, I agree with you. It should be a total reboot. But if you wanted to, you could literally do it like the next movie. They, they're searching for this guy. Like, oh, he got lost during this war. Tell you, you want to rip off Star Wars again? I wasn't. I didn't say Star Wars. I was just, I well, you're, you're just you're just quoting uh, The Last Jedi or Luke's missing or Force Awakens. We have to go find Luke. And I wasn't even thinking Star Wars neither. Man, this movie is so fun. I really hope they do something with it. I mean, it's just right there, but like you said, the right stuff. It's just...
Don't worry about it. He'll come back. Tail. Typical eighties villain. It's really like a kid. I think this was his second to last film, the gentleman's playing Otis. Mm, I was I was looking him up, but I didn't see anything else after. Yeah, I think there was one more movie afterwards. Uh, look in the background in a blue jersey when the rest of the uh, trailer park shows up. Mm -hmm. um, you'll see Will Wheaton. Yeah, I think he was wearing a red jersey at the beginning. Now he, I think in this one he'll be wearing like a blue jersey. He's one of his little brother's friends, so. Mm. I'll keep an eye out. Don't go. You can't be telling him not to go when you told him to take a chance earlier. You can't be changing your mind. That is a cool ship design, though. Uh uh. No, I thought I saw. Yeah, like I said, he's part of this group here, so. Go with him. Come on now. Big ship. Those helmets are so goofy. No, I can't think of anything but that now. <laughs> Fool, you can't see anything out of that thing. We act like you can. No, it's not me. Oh, sure will. All right. I don't see him. There's sure. a lot of fucking people in smoke, so give us a I know. I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> it's like a starship, miss. Okay, I'm not going to look anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, look. You gotta do back there. <laughs> so how can they all understand what he's saying? He, he they don't they're not wearing the uh little translator thingy. Unless he learned to speak English. I guess we can I guess we can go with that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean because that wasn't the whole thing he had to yeah he had the whole thing and now it's like they forgot like ah eh show off And his patient. Look at this guy in the background. See his real creepy smile? What came after this? I mean, like, wasn't there like another space movie after this? 85? I mean, you had your series of Star Treks and Star Wars and. Was it Star Trek? No, no, no. It was something else. I wonder if space movies would be a big thing again. I mean, they're I, always going to be sci-fi. You know, sci-fi fantasy is always going to be the. Well, you had aliens in 86. That might have been it. Any Enemy Mine. I mean, it was right around this time, 85. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Star Trek Voyage Home was right after this. Explorers was 85, so. Yeah. So, I mean, you had, like, a, you had quite a few. Yeah. <clears throat> space Camp. Was she in Space Camp? No, no, no. no. Okay. No, you were asking us about space movies. That were oh, yeah, space movies, but I'm, I'm like the lead actress of space. I, now I'm thinking about Space Camp, and this girl looks like her, but I know it's not her. Oh, I know. Man, Space Camp. Who was in, who was in Space Camp? 
actually a, a little kid um little kid looks familiar that that would have been in it uh wasn't lamar from a yeah. Re- Re- Lamar? revenge of the or revenge of the nerds wasn't he in space camp i think i think so Another one I want to put in the notebook. Okay, Kate Capshaw, Tom Skerritt, Leah Thompson, Tate Donovan, Kate Capshaw, Kelly Preston, Kelly Preston, Phoenix, see? Frank yeah, Welker. see a lot. Yeah, I mean, you talk about you know, talk about stacked. Uh... Yeah, you had a lot of those type of movies back then. Yeah, you too, kid, can play the video game. Now I gotta find that that video game of this and download it. Still a fun movie. So that is The Last Starfighter. I still love it. I still enjoy it. This is a fun movie. I just I'll be so interested to see how they're gonna do it, like a reimagining of this film, because it's coming. Obviously, you have all the red tape going on right now, but it's just really prime to get something remade, and this definitely is it. What do you think, Mike? I mean, again, that's, that's one of my all-time favorites in the 80s, so yeah, I mean, I can watch that one over and over again. So, uh, yeah. As I can watch this one over and over don't again. I don't know what more you want me to say. I just gushed for an hour and a half, so. Yeah, me too. That's why I was being very <laughs> silent. It wasn't like I wasn't, wasn't trying to speak. I was just like, I like this movie. So it's one of those things you just got to keep your brain focused. But um, let's get out of here. All right, guys. Make sure you guys do check us out on Facebook. And uh, well, yeah, I think we're doing 80s yeah, 80s this month and then Star Trek next Trek. month. So, Star yeah, Trek so next we're, we're going to kind of continue with the uh, sci-fi. So, yeah. All right, guys. And I think there's a bunch of guests planned for next next month. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun little month. I, uh, I can't wait to get this one guy on. I should but um, anyway, check out the Facebook page and um, from Mike to me to you. See ya.